Hi everyone, and welcome to Your Sexified Life. In case we haven't met yet, I'm Fanny, your pleasure coach and creatrix of Sexified. In this podcast, we discuss what makes being alive sexy. Pleasure, orgasms, body reconnection, self-evolution, emotions, everything we need to reclaim the thriving sex and fulfilling life we deserve. Without zero bullshit tolerance, also. And most of all, we take the commitment to feel alive, because we only have one life and it's time to live it. Because being alive is sexy. Welcome to your sexified life. One of the things I love in my job is to help women and gender non-conforming people reclaim amazing orgasms. Whether you have never experienced orgasms, or they feel meh, or they are always the same and you end up getting some on autopilot, there's nothing wrong with you. There is no medical condition preventing a human being to experience pleasure or having an orgasm. None. And when you think about it, that's great news. Because nobody's broken. I'm sure you knew that already. That's the thing I have said the most since I started this podcast. And since you're not broken, then that means there is no sexual challenges that you can't overcome. Great news. Usually, when we try to consider sexual issues, one of the most common models used is the the four phases uh, of the sexual response. Arousal, plateau, orgasm, and resolution. Easy, right? Arousal is the sexual excitement, bringing your body on board. Plateau is maintaining more and more during intercourse. And then orgasm is the rhythmic contraction of the pelvic floor. And resolution is when the guy goes to sleep. Easy, right? Nope. Try again. This model is wrong for a lot of reasons, especially its definition of orgasm, but we'll come back to that in another episode. But also because, personally, it makes me feel like I'm doomed and that nobody can help. I have a desire problem that is preventing me from getting aroused, so my relationship is doomed. Great. Or... Because I need lube, then that means, that should mean I have a plateau problem. Or maybe I have an orgasm problem because I'm not yelling like in a bad porn movie when I am on climax and that kind of stuff. Hands up if you've been there. And in my opinion, this feels pretty disempowering. During my training as a sex coach, I came across a really amazing metaphor that I kind of upgraded before sharing it with you. And this metaphor is the seasons of the sexual cycle. Way sexier, if you ask me, but not my point. The good thing is, with this model, it is actually pretty easy to understand issues with this model and call your creativity, depending where the challenge is. I prefer using the work challenge instead of issues because we need to fix an issue whereas we can accept, explore, and overcome a challenge, which again feels more empowering in my opinion. First, you have spring. Spring is the building of turn-on. 
electricity building up in the air and in the body, sparkles of pleasure awakening, a sense of, huh, what's happening here? I kind of like it. Interesting. The expansion of pleasure. That feels good. Mm, how about changing this for that? Spring includes a lot of things from, from foreplay to intercourse or penetration or fantasizing. Basically, anything that feels good and builds up, builds up pleasure is spring. Then you have summer, the orgasmic experience. And no, orgasm is an arrhythmic contraction of the pelvic floor muscles, sorry. Nor is it a huge explosion of pleasure. It can be, but it also can be totally something else. You can have the explosion, but you can also have waves of pleasure, where whether they are intimate and luscious or moving your body in actual waves with trembling and shaking. The orgasm can also be totally still and really inside and getting in such a profound state of connection to the universe, to the other persons in the room or to the cosmos. And it actually doesn't have anything to do with which part of your genitalia it's coming from. And yes, you can have several orgasmic experiences in a summer. Just like how one summer can have really hotter days than others. Easy, right? Then comes fall, when you drop back into your body after your orgasmic experience and you let everything go. That's when maybe tears can come up, or frustration if things didn't go as planned, or gratitude for the experience you just had, or anything else. An integration or healing moment before going to sleep, like, like a deep shavasana or relaxation after a yoga practice. You actually need this phase in the winter to complete your sexual cycle before starting a new one. You actually need a really slow, deep and restful state of winter. Maybe you're going to sleep at that moment, or maybe not. Taking the time to actually feel if you're up for another row or another round or not. This winter can be a really short time but also a longer time, and it can also vary from one sexual cycle to another. There's no rule. And when you've noticed all of that, then it's easier to understand the most common sexual challenges, challenges we may face. There are kind of three big challenges. It is getting stuck in a season or pushing through it, and also thinking each season is supposed to be a certain time and have a certain look. The last challenge I mentioned, so thinking each, se each season is supposed to be a certain time, to have a certain time and have a certain look, is the easiest one to notice and the easiest one to know how to fix. Didn't say it was easy to fix, but it's easy to understand what to do with it. Sometimes you need more foreplay than others. And sometimes you can have a really long orgasm and sometimes it's just a quickie. So by essence, these seasons have to be different in time, of course. 
You want to know the fastest way to kill any sense of aliveness and pleasure? Decide how long is a season supposed to take and what you will do in it. Because it's always the same, then your brain goes, meh, boring, nothing's changed, move on. Which is kind of sad. And also, if you want to be sure to succeed in killing your sparkle of pleasure and aliveness, be sure to criticize the during time of the season. My summer is not long enough. My spring is too long. I wish I had longer winter, but I need to get to spring for whatever bullshit reason. So, yeah, there's a lot of things to do to mess things up. <laughs> now that we've mentioned them, you will know, and you can be vigilant if you want. There is another thing about the seasons as a whole. It's the conditioning of this is sexual interaction, so I need to have sex. The as soon as spring starts, that means I will have to go to summer. For a lot of reasons, especially from our conditioning. But no, you don't. It actually requires some courage because the people who have been around in your life might not understand at the beginning why are you, why you are changing so much. But there is no obliga obligation when you start a sexual cycle to go through the whole if you don't want. If you want to complete it, so like go spring to summer, enjoy your orgasm and then start again, you will need the fall and winter for it to feel really complete and start new. But if you want to stop, like don't go from spring to summer, you can. That's totally possible. You have the right to do that. And you have the right to want this to be respected too. You deserve that. So when you consider the, re the seasons as a whole, there is the time, there is the what to do inside, there is the going through the whole cycle or not. So great. Are we doomed here too? Of course not. The solution, or at least what worked for me and that I'm sharing with you today, is to stay present moment to moment. Not saying that, is, that this is easy, but remember when I said that at the beginning, this type of things were the, was the easiest one to know how to fix? Staying present moment to moment, noticing, do I want more? Yes or no? Do I want to keep going forward or do I want to stop? Do I want more pleasure? Do I want less pleasure? is one of the things that works the best because when you do that, you stay out of your head, so you stay out of your conditioning and you stay into pleasure. Whoop, whoop. So after considering the challenge with the seasons as a whole, there is the second type of challenge or challenge solution and It is noticing how we can tend to push ourselves through the seasons. And usually what happens is that we push ourselves through winter or through spring. For spring, it's easy. We push ourselves because we're afraid it's too long. And most of the time it ends up being too short and we cannot reach summer. And that sucks because then we wonder if we are broken because our summer isn't like what it's supposed to be or isn't like what we actually want it to be. 
there's no problem with our summers. It's just that we pushed through springs too quickly. Or that we didn't actually take the time to explore our springs, noticing I like this more, I like that more, so that it can bring us into fully bloom and beautiful summer instead of a cold thing. It might be nice sometimes, but personally I prefer hot summers. But I'm digressing. The other season we tend to push through is winter. And there is something we need to address first. It is how... When we start any kind of sexual interaction, our mind can already be really quickly into spring. Like, boom, this is interaction, I want that, give me more. Whereas sometimes our bodies actually need some time and just the time to feel. You know, like it was still somewhat sleeping and resting and needing actually to be slowly woken up. So many women experiencing challenges with the desire, orgasms, and getting turned on have actually never listened to their winter, to this state of, I am still resting, but this feels good, and I just want it to feel good. Thank you. I don't want to spring now. Just perceiving a little bit of pleasure in the winter state without feeling the need to be turned on to go to spring. When you listen to your winter, you can find what feels good and what doesn't because there is no goal of using this to get turned on. You just get to explore and see what you like and what you don't, allowing your system to rest and rejuvenate to find a clear yes to a new spring or a clear no because you want to stay in winter. When I discovered this, I was like... I already knew something was off, but actually noticing the um, difference between my mind ready to jump into spring at the beginning of the sexual interaction, whereas my body needed more time to actually get the wish to be turned on, it kind of reassured me I'm not broken, If I even if I know that, it's always a good thing to have a confirmation. And also, it's easier to explain outside. I am not a mystery. I have just a specific functioning that I needed to understand and now that I need you to understand. If somebody ever says to me again, women are complicated. Nope, I have a manual and you don't know it because you haven't have you haven't had the idea or the will to look for it. Thanks. So let's recap. First, we have understood that our challenges can come from an overall picture challenge, how long a season takes and what we do in it, and the variety we need. And then we have our tendency to push forward, especially push through winter or through spring. But the nastiest part is when we stay stuck. Usually there are three types of staying stuck. The first is staying stuck in spring. You are enjoying the turn on, the pleasure, but you're not really allowing yourself to go into full summer. Because letting go, because surrendering, because feeling vulnerable, it can be really challenging. Or we can also be like self-conscious and we don't want to look bad or we don't want to make too much noise. And that kind of stuff is actually really preventing us to let go. And we tend to stay stuck in spring. That's understandable. 
The good thing is you can work on that if you address those fear, if you work on your safety. There is a ton of things to do there. There is always a ton of things to do to overcome a challenge. But with spring, it's kind of understandable what to do. The other one is staying stuck in summer. And this one might be one of the trickiest because it's very subtle. Chasing orgasms every time, considering sexy time as valid only if you had an orgasm. Or trying to impress a partner with how good or explosive your orgasms are. And if you see yourself in this pattern and that you are not happy with it, consider this. Our society emphasizes good sex as summer, like a valid sexy time is having an orgasm at the same time um, as your partner, if you please. That's a good sexy time. And it can be a little bit hollow because then you're chasing one orgasm after the next instead of exploring the different flavors of spring, the different flavors of summer allowing the many types of orgasms that exist. And no, not the <laughs> related to any part of your genitalia, but the more energetic types of orgasms, the one that feel luscious and intimate, the one that feels explosive, the one just that just feels slow and steady and nourishing. All of this is orgasm. But I don't want to digress. We'll save the orgasm definition for another episode. But for most of us, the most common sexual issue is how we can stay stuck in winter. There is the, the winter we just discussed about how you can need some rejuvenation and time to take care of yourself before being ready for spring. But there is also another type of winter where rejuvenation actually never fills the cup. This is what I call sad winter. I'm going to quote Emily Nagoski in her amazing book, Come As You Are, where she says, orgasm is like learning how to ride a bike. A bike. And there are a lot of things that can send us straight into sad winter. Maybe we have internalized how riding a bike is unsafe because we fell and really got hurt. Or feeling our bike is ugly because of mean comments, porn or patriarchy. Or actually how it is selfish to want to go for a ride by yourself. All of these opinions and histories and things that we hear just throw up into winter. But the sad winter. A winter that feels numb. That feels switched off. That feels lonely and empty. As if there was a missing piece. A winter that no rejuvenation will always, will never fill in. And just with a smiling face on the surface saying everything is great. Whereas inside, it's really sad and really switched off. It is actually very common to be in that, to be stuck in that sad winter. And the trickiest part in here is how many of us, myself included, tend to think this sad winter is the same as the first that it will go away with some sleep and rejuvenation and or a vacation. And when it doesn't, then we might think we're broken or that something is wrong with us. That we should want more because we have taken all the rest we need. So how come 
we don't want to go to, into spring again. Maybe we should do more, do more stuff to send us in spring, like buy a sexy dress and that kind of stuff. If you're like me, when you are stuck in that sad winter, this is not working. So yeehaw, we're doomed into a sad winter from our conditioning and life sucks and... No, you start to know me, I hope, and <laughs> that's not the kind of game I play. I prefer empowering people. And first and foremost, when you notice you're stuck in winter, check if it is a real winter, like the need of rejuvenation and getting some rest. And if it isn't, then look for the thread of a sad winter hiding underneath. And if it is, no judgment, so many of us are there. And the good thing is that I can share with you what I do when I notice I am stuck there. Yes, I'm a human and I get back there too. I realized that switching off, being shut off, wasn't actually helping me to feel alive. Like it feels really basic when you say that out loud, but I really took it. I really needed some time to understand that, like on a more <laughs> embodied level, more than with my head. And so this sad winter was actually a way for me to quit, to quit and shut off from uncomfortable emotion. That's why I call it sad winter. And sometimes sad winter can actually hide a lot of anger, anger towards society, towards yourself, towards your family, towards everyone. You know, the type of anger that if you would release it and would burn it all, sad winter is the champion to cover that. Until it doesn't, and turns out snow has to melt eventually. So yeah, we can switch off as much as we want. What wants to come up will come up. Because you cannot quit yourself for real and forever. So what can I do? What do I do in order to avoid feeling trapped into sad winter? Easy. I keep walking. I keep the connection to my body instead of going right back into my head and dissociating and activating the autopilot. I'm trying to not forget my practices, a slow conscious breath work or crystal yoni egg practice or a breast massage or just sometimes with my hands on my body, anything that feels soft and nice but, but still in an awakened state so that I don't get back into sad winter switched off actually noticing that even if it's sad winter, there are still colors. The different trees have different greens and the buildings are different, have different colors too. Just trying to stay awake, even if I am in sad winter, to not totally dissociate. If you're there or if you have been there, I see you, I honor you, and I do want to celebrate the courage of you accepting to accepting to notice you are in sad winter and maybe, just maybe, wanting to step out of it. It may take some time, but if you show up for it, you will. So yeah, turns out we can stay stuck in spring, stuck in summer, or in winter. <sighs> but the good news is with this frame, actually you can understand what to do, where you should um, concentrate your efforts when you do something. Noticing that, hey, I am empowered because I have a frame. I understand what is going on and I can create ideas 
and ways of doing things to actually help me. And that is huge. So to summarize all of this, our sexual cycle is composed of four seasons. It can vary in time, in intensity, in colors, but you need the four of them to actually respect yourself and respect your rhythm. They don't have to look a certain way every time or take the same amount of time. We can tend to push ourselves through seasons, especially winter and springs, or stay stuck in other seasons, spring, summer, or sad winter. Or we can also be just afraid of seasons, like fall. Like, of course I'm afraid of falling into tears after an orgasm. Who wouldn't be afraid? And there is nothing wrong with all of that. And there is nothing wrong with you. This is just information. An offering for you to reframe the challenges. There's nothing to fix in you. This is just a way for you to understand what's going on so that you can respond to that in a kind and gentle and aligned with who you are way. You are not broken. There are two last secrets I want to share with you. The first one is to slow down. As you've noticed, pushing through a season isn't helping you, whereas slowing it down and enjoying it and exploring it is a good way to process that. Or slow down to actually respect your winter, rejuvenate if you need it. Slowing down instead of wanting to push, push, push through something is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself. The second secret actually comes with slowing down. It's listening. Listening to yourself moment to moment. Listening to what feels good and what doesn't. What do you want at that moment? Do you want your hand to stay here? Yes or no? Do you want it to move? Yes or no? Continuously focusing on what's there right now, one moment to the next. Maybe a challenge, but worth it. And, you know, maybe that's the bravest thing to do. Saying, saying no to our default patterns of actions and thoughts. Saying, you know what, thank you, but I'll try something different. I'll try staying pleasant, present instead of following you. And the best part is that actually you just have to choose it. Choose to slow down. Choose to listen. Be kind to yourself if you get back in your head and in your story. We all do. But you always have the choice to get back to listening. You're not broken. If you found that episode interesting, feel free to share it with a loved one so that this person can join us too in the sexy family and we can spread the sexified magic to the world. If you want to support this podcast, you can leave a review or subscribe and sign up if you want to the link in the show notes so that you get my love letter when a new episode comes out. And if you want to go deeper into the pleasure to feel alive, to reclaim the thriving sex and fulfilling life you want, feel free to download the free ebook I have for you in the show notes as well. It is called Essence, Awaken Your Body to Reclaim the Pleasure to Feel Alive. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I'll see you in our next episode. Take care.